Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 553, recorded live on Saturday, April 7th, 2018. And here are your hosts, the man who has to go into work after this, Dave Pillay. Hey! And the man who also has to go into work after this, Andy Lowe. Hi. Yeah, work on the weekend. Working on the weekend. Woo! How many hours have you put in this week, Andy? How many hours have I put in this week? I've put it in a... Well, no, because I... Uh, Isaac had a fever yesterday, so he had to stay home from daycare. Uh-huh. So I... Uh, Went into work late yesterday, but beyond that, you know, full 40 hours. Okay. You know, I was on vacation on Monday, right? Yes. So that that's eight hours, because it just counts as eight hours vacation. Yep. I did 60 hours this week. <laughs> and I'm going in today. Thankfully, this is not a thing that happens often, but it sucks when it does. Like, it really sucks when it does. <clears throat> Son of a monkey, somebody gave me a Canadian quarter in my change here. Oh, you poor thing. I guess you'll just have to spend it as if it was an American quarter somewhere. Yeah, I'll just have to sneak it in there. Yep. <laughs> Canadian currency. Sneaking it in all the time. What's the, what's the, let's see, oh, now I'm just curious, U.S. to Canadian dollar at right now. I don't know. Uh, one U.S. dollar equals 128 Canadian dollar. So let's yep. see, 25 cents Canadian is only 20 cents American. American. So or if I can spend this, really, it's, a, it's a free nickel. Yeah, except it's a nickel you got cheated out of. <clears throat> That's true. Somebody else already gave this to me. I didn't start with this. Con- mm. Right. Someone someone owes you five cents more. Yep. They shorted you five cents. Dang it. Oh, no. A whole five cents. Andy, whatever will you do? Probably go get it out of my nickel pig. Okay. Too, there are so many questions there. I'm just not even going to bother touching on that. I've got a, I got a piggy bank here. And it's full no. of nickels. So no, I call it I my nickel I'm pick. Not, why are you explaining this? I already said I'm not going to be pushing. <laughs> well, okay then. Why do you have a nickel pig? I told you because we get coins. So we've got a uh, we got a uh, but uh, a piggy bank farm. Yeah, but specifically and, for nickels. Yes, we have three piggy banks. One's for quarters. <clears throat> one's for dimes. One's for nickels. <clears throat> and then we have my giant ass uh, Coke bottle for pennies. No, it's not a Coke bottle. It's a uh, a Red Wings bottle full of pennies. And I think at last count, estimating using math, got about 50 bucks worth of pennies in there. Granted, I have to keep those as pennies. Because okay. I can't. Turns out you value? can't melt down U.S. currency for the metals. Correct. That's illegal. Mm-hmm. It did it's not de- used to be illegal. It is. It is defacing currency. And so, even though the metal in the penny 
is worth more than the penny, you cannot just take the metal. Mm-hmm. It is illegal. Well, I mean, it's illegal. Yeah, well, it is illegal. I don't, I don't have anything else to say to that. It's it's illegal. Yes. Wow, there is like a whole thing on the Treasury Department about coins. Yep. Now I'm regretting not taking my neighbor's um, microwave that they'd put out for the garbage. Why, did somebody already grab it? Well, the the garbage came and took it. Oh. But like, <laughs> so yeah, some really, somebody did come and grab it. The garbage the, guy. Yeah, but there's some really good stuff in a microwave. Oh, yeah, like the transformer in there? Transformer, yep. circuit boards. Man, let me tell you, recycling electronics is both a pain in the ass and somewhat, you know, a little somewhat. bit of a moneymaker. Yeah. Well, you know, we uh, granted I've taken my we, had, we filled up my car with uh, scrap metal and some circuit boards, and we got twenty two dollars for it. Whole okay. carload, twenty two bucks. Whole carload, twenty two bucks. Yes. All right then. Well, we have to recycle it, so. <laughs> that's funny because so we always have a big item pickup here once a year uh-huh and you know we put a bunch of stuff out there for the big item pickup it was gone before it got picked up because people were just driving around the neighborhood just grabbing stuff so how did we even get on this topic coins that's how we did it right you you were talking about your coins yes and my... i was pointing out that you have a lot of pennies and the value of your lot of pennies is zero because they're not being used? Because you have no plans to use... Like, when are you ever going to take those pennies in? Probably by the time I actually fill up the whole thing. Or are you just hoarding them such that when they they legalize the melting of pennies, you'll be like, aha, I have a little bit of copper and a lot of zinc. I don't know if I just hold on to them for a while. Sooner or later, some of them <laughs> are going to be worth... We talked about this with the uh, time capsule. They're not going to be worth anything, Andy. If, I, if we keep them long enough, they will be. No, they won't. They're pennies. <clears throat> they are not going to be worth jack shit. Well, they're at least going to be worth their face value. Yes. A cent. Ooh. A cent. I don't know. It's one of those things that I started years ago, and I've just kept it going. So, you know. Okay. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, go to the bank and get stuff just for pennies. Not going to turn them in for some stuff? No, no, I'm not going to like, you know, purposely like get pennies to put into there and just, I'm just going to, you know, Ah. when I get a penny, I just put it in the thing. You put it in. Yep. I got two of them right here next to me that are going to be going in there once we are done. Keep that Canadian quarter over here, away from the other quarters. <clears throat> or just mix them all together and forget that you have a Canadian quarter. Yeah, until I, you know, grab a bunch of quarters out of there. And then, you know, I put it in a machine and it goes, wait a second, this isn't U.S. currency, and then spits it back out again, and then I'm a quarter short. Oh, and then you can't get the thing that you were trying to get. Yeah. Just drop it in someone's tip jar. Yeah, I'll do that. And then make them upset and have to deal with it. <laughs> Pass the buck. Or, in this case... Literally? The quarter. What's on the Canadian quarter? Uh, we got... 
uh, I think a lady, probably the queen. Yep, uh, Elizabeth II. Yeah, she's on all the currency. And looks like a Canadian uh, elk on the back. So, a a what's what's a male elk called? An elk? No, come on. Because I'm pretty sure it's the same a as bull. a male deer. Bull. There we go. A bull. Okay, so it isn't the same as a, so you're passing the bull. Yes, I'm passing the bull. Okay. So when somebody gives you a Canadian quarter, that's bull. Yep. And that's just bull. Mm-hmm. So uh, in case you people didn't notice, we did not do an April Fool's joke this year. Aha, April Fool's. Aha! <laughs> uh-huh. You were expecting something, and we didn't do it. Nobody expects nothing. The Spanish Inquisition? I expect the Spanish Inquisition now, because Monty Python's on Netflix. Is it the the whole Flying Circus on there, or just... It's a lot of their stuff, and I'm really excited. Monty Python, hold on, I gotta see what's on here. Monty Python, the Holy Grail, Life of Brian... Oh, Flying Circus is on there. Mm Mm-hmm. And a bunch of their movies... Excluding the U.S., which is following later in the year. Not all titles will be available at the same time in all territories. Oh. I don't think we have to worry about that, Andy. Yeah. We're in the U.S. territory. We're going to get, like, most of the stuff. I would not worry. What did I just watch recently? It was, uh, Eric Idle did some weird Christmas thing. And that was on, uh, was that on Netflix or was that on Amazon? Mm-hmm. Or did we actually watch that on PBS? Watching actual TV, over-the-air TV, nonetheless. Crazy. I know. What's the world coming to? Huh, I can actually segue that. Really? Yes. How? Over-the-air broadcasts that SpaceX does coming from their Falcon 9 rockets... Yeah. Back to Earth? Yeah. Currently, uh, they have to black it out. After to, a certain point. Yes, at a certain point, due to, to NOAA, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, has restrictions on when you can broadcast from space without a license. So I guess at the, the previous SpaceX launches, some of them, the live feeds were actually illegal. Because they needed to get a license from NOAA in order to broadcast Why? video back to Earth. Because NOAA is concerned about what exactly? I don't know. It was this, uh, uh, the National and Commercial Space Program Act of 2010. Yes. Uh requires a commercial remote sensing license for companies having the uh, capacity to take an image of Earth while on orbit. Now that launch companies are putting video cameras on Stage 2 rockets that reach an on-orbit status, all such launches will be held to the requirements of the law and its conditions. But why is this a law? Uh, Conditions on Earth imaging to protect national security are common to all licenses for launches with on-orbit capabilities. So they're worried about national security. Yes, by showing a picture of the Earth from space. 
How is that a national security issue? How is that enforceable? Because who has juris like where's the legal jurisdiction coming from? Is it because it was launched from the US? Yes. So if they launched from some other site that was outside of the US, they could show whatever pictures they want. I do believe so, yes, cuz then they would have to get the launch license through somebody else. Man, I hope someone at NOAA realizes that this is silly and just grants them the license because they're doing more to get people excited about space and space travel and technology development than anything NASA has done since the moon landing. So what's really funny, though, is the fact that, okay, so there were two SpaceX launches last week, which by itself was pretty cool. Um, The first one was the 10 new Iridium satellites. That was the one where they actually had to have the blackout during the launch due to said National Commercial Space Program Act rule. Yeah. The second one on uh, last Monday didn't have to be blacked out because it was considered a government mission that SpaceX was carrying out for NASA. But they did black it out, didn't they? No. Because it was a government mission, the government, all the government uh, things are supposed to be public domain. So any private mission... Any private mission, you have to black it out. But if it's a public government mission... They can show the whole thing. Yes. Ja. <laughs> this is just so silly. It's too early in the morning for this. <laughs> it's the afternoon. Yeah, it's still too early for this. <laughs> I'm, I'm not equipped to handle this level of idiocy. All right, so how about this other SpaceX news? The oh my block, god, there's so much SpaceX news. Yeah, the Block 5 is coming. Block 5 is what Elon Musk considers the final version of the Falcon 9 rocket. <laughs> so, so wait. This Falcon rocket that we've been watching, yes. this isn't even the final form? No, this is Block 4. What? What's the power level of Block 5? Uh, It's a little bit more, but not much. Is it... Over 9,000? No. Oh. Well, 9,000 what? Uh, what, 9,000 space pirates? 9,000 ducks? Payload, no. Are you seriously looking at duck power? No, no, I'm looking at the current stages for thrust for, but they only just list in general. They don't have, okay, modifications from block five. Here we go. Uh, seven to eight port, seven to eight percent more thrust by upgrading the engines. Okay. So it's a seven to eight percent more thrust, an improved flight control system, uh, reusable heat shield protecting the engines, more temperature resistant titanium grid fins rather than the aluminum, which every once in a while I'll just catch fire. <laughs> Oops. So yeah. the idea of of the Block 5 being these are the rockets that are just going to be reused forever. Uh, 100 times, in theory. Because the existing rockets are like two and out. Yeah, uh, yeah, pretty much. That's why these recent launches, they've just been literally just putting them in the ocean because... They're, it's the second time they're doing them. Yeah, it's the second time they're doing them. They've already, you know, landed some other ones there. So, you know, trying to recover the, the second state. You know, they've already recovered ones that have flown twice. 
just to, you know, check on them. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, the, the Block 5 is supposedly coming April 24th. So those are supposedly, they could uh, launch 10 times without needing any refurbishment. And then after 10, the rocket, uh, the engines are basically refurbished, and then it's ready for another 10 flights. With, in theory, having a 100-flight lifespan for one rocket. Damn. That is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to find out, right? Like, I mean, it's cool for them to say, hey, we're making these new rockets. They're going to come out. They're going to be able to launch for 100 times. But this is Elon Musk. Yeah. He has a tendency to overpromise. <laughs> oh, yes, he does. So we will have to see whether or not these things actually launch 10 times in a row, let alone the 100 times that he's he's claiming. Yes. But yes, that should be later this month. So, yeah, we'll see. So what other SpaceX news do you have? Uh, SpaceX got clearance from the FCC to launch their Starlink satellites. Oh, that's the, uh, that's the, the space broadband, right? The global broadband. Wasn't this part of the, the Kingsman plot? Uh, one or two? One. I haven't seen two. No, one was sort of this, but not quite. Like, okay, it was, the idea was the SIM cards. He was giving uh, away yes. free SIM cards. Yeah, and the, the the satellites had to have a ring around to do their thing. Yeah, <laughs> which is funny because I think if I remember correctly, there's a line in there where one of the satellites gets taken out. So he calls Elon Musk to see if he could borrow a satellite. Yep. So that might be like real in the near future because Elon Musk is about to have. Uh, 4,425 satellites. Holy shit. Yeah. How you like them apples? What are they going to do about space debris? Because that's a lot of stuff in low Earth orbit. Well, space is big. Have you seen how much shit is floating around in low Earth orbit? I have. I've seen the pictures of, like, here's all the things that we're tracking, and that's only 1% of what's out there. And you know what? Space is big. Space is really, really big. Just space around the planet is really big. To put it into perspective, think about a lake, right? Yeah. Like Lake Michigan. And you're on a boat on Lake Michigan, and you start leaving from the shore on Lake Michigan. Okay? Yeah. What's the chances of you actually hitting another boat? Not very often. But Andy, there are like thousands and thousands of boats on Lake Michigan. You're telling me it's still very low probability? All right, okay. So, but the Today there are more than 1400 operational satellites orbiting the Earth among mm-hmm. more than 4000 overall including those that are no longer operating. Okay. So SpaceX alone plans on launching over 4,000... Additional satellites. Additional satellites. Yeah. As well... Oh, you missed this part. As well as an additional 7,500 satellites operating even closer to the ground. Yep. 
OneWeb wants to launch 720 satellites and already has received approval for the FCC as well. Boeing proposed a constellation of 2,956 satellites. Jeez, oh, Pete. Yep. But these are really tiny satellites. Well, yeah, the micro, because, yeah, because they fit, the Iridium ones were, they fit 10 of them just in the fairing of the, the Falcon 9. So, you know, they are pretty small. So they they need to start launching these sooner rather than later, actually. The order says, like, you must have, if if you want to fulfill this, you must have at least this many up by this time and at least this many up by this time. 50% launched by March 2024 and all of them launched by 2027. Man, think they want to have a latency between 25 and 35 milliseconds. Anywhere. For broadband speed from satellite? Anywhere. Not just that low latency, not just those speeds, from anywhere. Okay, I do have to say that uh, we deal with satellite broadcasts on a daily basis. Mm hmm. They want to do 25 to 35 milli. That's, you know, the, the current delay that we have from satellite broadcasts is half second to a second most of the time and they want to get that under 20 milliseconds. milliseconds yep how far away are your satellites low earth orbit they're geostationary just like what they're going to be doing with these guys i don't think these are going to be geostationary oh these approvals are first of a kind for a new generation of large non-geostationary satellite orbit okay yeah which means they could launch them way closer well, yeah, that, those are the 7,000 that are going to be closer out of the 4,000. Also, we just mentioned Elon Musk has a tendency, tendency to, to over, over-promise. <laughs> oversell. So the thing is, he, he overpromises by such a degree, and this is why Tesla's stock keeps going up, that even when he fails to deliver, he still exceeds expectations. Okay. So yeah, you're talking about the, the largest no, lo, largeness of space? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, OneWeb said they wanted a buffer zone between their satellites that we had talked about and SpaceX's. Their buffer zone that they wanted yeah. was between 1,000 and 1,300 kilometers. Yep. Yeah, 1,000 kilometers is their buffer zone. But that's a... Uh... Space is big. Huh. Really, but man, if, though, if they've really got those big. speeds... I could see a lot of the uh, older satellite stuff just getting shut off and people moving to digital things. Yep. Which is a little, you know, scary. That, you in know, and of one, itself. <laughs> Having one, one company, company that has control. all the control. Yeah. Kind of, like, scary. So speaking of the internet, yes. the ESA has filed uh, against the FCC earlier this week. For what? calling the organization to reverse its decision about net neutrality. Okay. That's not unexpected. No. You mean the the Electronic Software Association, where everything, you know, is going to online stuff? Entertainment software, but yes. Oh. Is it entertainment? ESA? Yeah. Yeah, it's the ESA. It's the entertainment software. I always thought it was electronic. My bad. No, because electronic would include things like Photoshop. Yeah, true. 
the ESA is the video game industry. You still sound doubtful. No, I, I'm, I don't by, doubt you. By your silence, you, you are implying doubt. Well, no, I was reading up on the... Uh, they didn't actually um, create their own lawsuit against it. They joined the Mozilla lawsuit against okay. the FCC. Like, none of that is surprising, right? We, we no. almost expected that. Yeah. I guess I'm a little surprised that the ESA is taking action and not just letting other people do it, but then again, all they're doing is just jumping on and saying, like, yeah, us too. We think this is bad. The lobbying group accuses the FCC of allowing internet service providers to take action that could jeopardize the fast, reliable, and low-latency connections that are critical to the video game industry. Yep. Yep. What's that, EA? You don't want to pay us for a fast lane? Okay. Well, Ubisoft did, so their (laughs) games run smoother. Welcome to Lagville. Population, you. Yep. Because, I mean, that's... Actually, it's probably backwards from what I was saying, that, like, Ubisoft wouldn't pay, but EA would. Mm-hmm. And then EA's games will run better, and they can even advertise. Our games run faster. God, I could even see the uh, advertising now. It's like, you know, why get frustrated at the game? Don't you know? write their ads for the Mandy. EA, if I see that on there... I'm coming for you. Hate the play. Right. You versus EA's lawyers. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling that that's would not be hilarious. I guess you could get like the ECA to maybe step in. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Be like, no, we were we were. That was mine. I made that up. Mm-hmm. They stole it. So this week, this yeah. isn't a topic that we have, but we're talking about video games, and so I want to bring this to, to a, a fun place. Uh, Niantic released an update for Pokemon Go. Oh, was this the April Fool's update? Niantic released two updates for Pokemon Go. <laughs> okay. Uh, the first being the April Fool's update of the now high-quality sprites in 8-bits so your Pokemon actually looked like Pokemon. Well, only in the menus. The actual Pokemon still looked like virtual creatures, but oh. in, in all the menus, they were the sprites from the games. Well, that's less fun. Yeah, but it was actually really cute. And like some it was really weird to see because it divided the community. Some people loved it, like me, and some people thought it was terrible. Those like, people need put- to go away. <laughs> I didn't play Pokemon to see old video game sprites. What did they do to make these look so awful? This is so terrible. Where's my Pokemon? <laughs> Hashtag not my Pokemon. Hashtag not my Pokemon. I'm like, God damn it. Like, these are the Pokemon. These are what the rest of us grew up on. <laughs> so, um, so I told you, I, uh, I, I came into work late on Friday, right? Yeah. So I just wore just a regular t-shirt. Okay. Uh, it was the Woot uh, Pac-Man Argyle sweater t-shirt, if you okay. remember that one. Vaguely. Man, I got so many people going like, oh, dude, that's an amazing shirt. Well, if they all said that it was an amazing sweater because I had a jacket over it, so they couldn't tell that it was just a shirt and not, you know, a sweater. <laughs> that's but, funny. 
still, everybody was like, that's an amazing, and they were all telling me about, oh man, I remember when Pac-Man came out and I'm sitting there going like, I work with a bunch of old people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's better than, than for me because I'd have something like that and they'd be like, what's that? It's Pac-Man. What's that? God damn it. You're all too young. (laughs) God damn whippersnappers. Granted, you know, I'm uh, 10 years older than my assistant. So, Oof. yeah, that was, he's sitting going like, I knew you were in your thirties. I didn't know you were that old. And I'm just like, Oh, ow. Oh, I didn't know you were that old. Yeah. Oh man, Andy, you are just so like ancient and decrepit. <laughs> that's, that's what I say. It's a very weird thing to work. Where you're like, you know, I'm working with people who you're like, yeah, I remember when Batman came out and then, you know, I've got my assistant who's 10 years younger than me. It's just, it's a very weird work environment sometimes. So yeah, so what was the other Niantic update? So here's the, the interesting thing. Niantic actually stated relatively recently that since release two years ago, year and a half ago, they have been just trying to catch up that like the game was so much bigger and so much more powerful that like most of what they've been doing has been stuff that they've just tried to keep up with the, the players. But now they're actually at that point. Now they've caught up. And so now they're able to start doing things that they really wanted to do. So that's where the raids came from, the raids in the gyms. Uh, that's where all the legendary Pokemon are coming from. And now they've added a quest system. So now you have your dailies. They have dailies? They have dailies. And you know what? What? It's friggin' fun. You have daily quests. Uh, you get them by spinning Pokestops. And then the, the stop gives you its quest. Every day, the stops uh, generate new quests. And so anyone who spins that stop on that day gets that quest. You can have up to three at a time. You can do as many as you want, but each stop will only give you its one quest once for the day. Hmm. It's brilliant. The only downside is you you can't easily tell if you've gotten a Pokestops quest for the day already. But it's just fantastic. So I wanted to just bring that up there. What other April Fool's jokes did you find this this year? Uh, well, Google had the Where's Waldo. I'm talking on Google to Maps, which you know I had to do that just because. Okay. Um. God, what other? There wasn't really anything that you know really stuck out with me this year. My guess is because you know April Fool's Day was for a first on the weekend. B Easter. And yeah, B Easter. There were some pretty uh, amusing ones that I found. Let me see if I can pull them up. Um, oh, yeah, so speaking of daily quests, Final Fantasy XIV had a, uh, a, a peripheral that you could download, not download, you could purchase uh, to do daily quests in game. And they were, it, it was hilarious because it was like you attach your phone to it for extra bonuses and then hit a tree to harvest wood. 
hitting a tree with your phone. Oh. This is a bad idea. Yeah. Or going fishing with your phone. Did you play Hearthstone on April Fool's? Uh, I don't. Wait, was there one for Hearthstone? I mean, it's Blizzard. Of course there was an April Fool's. I don't think there was anything really that. You had a new language option. Oh, yeah, it was Murloc. Yep, you could have the entire game in Murloc. Which would be horrible. (laughs) I'd have to remember what all the cards are. Yep. I do have to say, Legos, April Fool's joke, I honestly wish actually existed. What was Legos? Uh, A vacuum cleaner that not only picks up Lego bricks, but stores them by color and shape. Okay, that sounds really awesome. I know, that would be amazing. That would be fantastic. Sort by color, sort by brick, separates dust, easy, empty, five speeds. You know, I would love to have that vacuum cleaner. (laughs) Uh, World of Warcraft had Had micro holidays. Yeah, the micro holidays that lasted, you know, for like a minute. Some of them lasted minutes. Some of them lasted like, uh, most of them were supposed to last a day. Some of them lasted only minutes. Some of them lasted seconds. Um, But some of those, like, that was just a great little collection of fake ones. Um, what were some of the other good ones? Oh, Path of Exile, uh, which is a Diablo-like game, added Path of Exile Royale. Sorry, I'm looking at T-Mobile's Smart Shoe, which yep. is a shoe phone. Which my f- that's just that's not uh, a shoe phone. Yeah, a shoe phone. Welcome to Get Smart, T-Mobile. Those are those are most of the good ones. Um, there was another one we did. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, there's articles about it because we we take it down after April Fools. But Epic proposes support dogs to ease go live stress in April Fool's Day prank. April Fool's prank, which centered on easing stress on hospital staff during software go lives, promoted a new program to train service dogs for a dual role of at-the-elbow emotional support and simple problem ticket resolution. So go live support dogs. So T-Mobile is actually no joke just selling the shoes. Yeah. $65 for a pair of T-Mobile branded Chucks. How much do Chucks normally cost? I could probably go to Kohl's uh, and get a pair of Chucks for 20 30 maybe. Sounds like they uh, they found a good marketing scheme. Why if anyone I... buys them. Yeah. $100 for a polo that's got a T-Mobile brand on it. Why am I paying you why, $100, yeah, why am I paying you $100 to advertise for you? Oh, that's... I, I'm dumbfounded. Yes, yes, I am also. God, there's like a whole T-Mobile thing. In case you're wondering, bemagenta.com. No. (laughs) Ooh, I could buy a magenta suitcase. Why? I don't know. Why would you even want that? I don't know. I mean, I guess if it's a magenta suitcase, you'd like very easily be able to see it in the baggage claim. Yes. Oh my gosh, <laughs> there's a magenta like a boss mug, which is, you know, a magenta mug with a T-Mobile logo on one side and like a boss on the other. 
but you can tell that they didn't actually make this mug because they just <laughs> took the, uh, they just photoshopped something onto a picture of a of mug. A mug. They didn't even bend it. <laughs> so you can no, tell no, they just literally no, copied and pasted it just, and then saved it. That's just the that's just forced perspective. It's actually on the mug. It's just forced perspective. I have no <laughs> idea. I'm making it up, but I think that would be awesome. Well, you can also tell that, you know, the picture of the mug is kind of pixelated when you zoom in. And the picture of the T-Mobile logo is pristine. Oh. Oh, really, guys? I feel like this is just the ridiculous episode. Like, Noah won't let you stream pictures of the Earth. T-Mobile wants you to buy shoes for $65. April Fool! No, no. No, these are not April Fools. Wish they were. These, this is not April Fools. No, this is not. Oh, this is actually um, kind of neat. Yeah. Skype is embracing content creators with a new feature that's currently in preview that brings in a built-in way to record Skype calls. Ooh. Ah. Wow. Took April them freaking Fool. long enough. Nope. Nope. It's not an April Fool's. No, they're actually finally building in their own recording software into Skype. Can we get on that? I'm looking at it because, yes, we use third-party applications to record our podcast for the last 550 episodes. Content creator mode will provide clean feeds for each group participant. Once recorded, oh, video, blah, 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 video. Anyway. I mean, yeah. So what? We can't do it? It's video only? I don't know. I'll take a look at it later. Okay. Um, tell me about Valve. We were talking about video games for a little bit. Um, well, there's two things. One, Valve removed the link on their main page for Steam machines. Mm-hmm. But they said, no, no, no. This was just a routine cleanup of the store's navigation system. We're still stalling the Steam machines. You just can't buy them from the store? Well, you can't get to them easily. The section of the Steam store that is, it's still available. It's just, you know, not easy to get to, I guess. So, yeah, no, they've they've said, don't worry, they're not going away. Even though I still can't figure out why I'd want to buy a Steam machine. I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, there's, there's, yeah, I, I don't have anything as far as why you'd want to buy a Steam, like, Buy a Raspberry Pi if you just want a Linux box. Make a PC if you want, like, a good computer. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, yeah, so that's going on. And then um, we talked about the Steam numbers. Yeah. Or, uh, last time. And the guy... Um, actually posted another article after his GDC talk, and it turns out the sweet spot for pricing a game on Steam is not actually $10. What is it? 20 Games that are listed at $20 earn more of the total revenue than games listed at $10. So, Factorio? Sure. Because Factorio is... A $20 game. Although, so I don't know if this was April Fool's or not. Um, 
but the the developers for Factorio said that they're going to be raising the price at release to thirty dollars. So if you're thinking about getting Factorio, get it while it's still twenty bucks. They have said it is never ever going on sale. Well, that would just be like putting PUBG on sale. Be, why would you even do that? Yep. <laughs> is it like our game is worth this? We think it's worth this, and we are never reducing that amount. Evidently, they might be increasing it, though. Which would make, uh, yeah, $30 is the maximum price. For? Uh, I think for, um, no, sorry, PUBG was at $30. Hmm. So <laughs> he actually took the numbers for stuff being sold yep. and then had to remove PUBG from it because it skewed the numbers. Yep. Well, it's a very popular game. Yeah. Uh yeah, uh, $30 was the dominant price point over 2017 with 25.56% of the games sold on Steam at the $30 price point. But that was because PUBG was $30. Once you remove PUBG, the, the price is changed to $20 and $59.99, which are, you know, brand new games. Yep. So bimodal. Mm-hmm. But with PUBG, it's a little higher. Get okay. So here's a good question. Guess how many games were released last year on Steam? In total, yes, seventeen hundred. Higher, twenty six hundred. Higher, four thousand. Higher, seven thousand. Higher, fifteen thousand. Lower. You were close. Seven thousand six hundred and ninety six. Wow. That's a lot of game. Yes. Now, Just in 2017, there were 7,696 games released on Steam. Does that include the like all the bundles and the um, like DLC contents? I don't know. I'd have to look at his math, so I'd have to go through the whole article here. New users by year, retention by year. Median games by year. Oh, how many games are... There are currently 21,406 games on Steam. So we could look at that total number and then kind of just see how much of those are bundles and all that jazz. Good luck. I'm not worried about it. No. Not that interested. But still, 7,000, 8,000 games in a year. That is a lot of content. I'd be curious to know how much of those are still up and how many have been taken down for one reason or another i don't know Hmm. 64 percent of steam users speak chinese okay i didn't well that's probably all the PUBG people (laughs) yep once again PUBG probably screwed the numbers skewed skewed not screwed so speaking of online gaming yes razor has launched the Razer Game Store. The Razer Game Store. Yes. What is in the Razer Game Store? Razer doesn't games? make games. Yes. So what are they trying to... Who are they competing with? Wait a minute. Let's step up. What is... This is a, a digital distribution platform? Yep. 
So I could buy, you know, Ghost Recon, Rainbow Six, Far Cry 5, Grand Theft Auto 5, Doom. I don't want another place to play my games. Yes, but, 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 but. Yeah? These are the Ubisoft and Steam codes. So when I purchase it through the Razer store... Yes. I get a Steam code. Yes. Why am I not just purchasing it through Steam? Well, right now, uh, you get 15% off the games. Assassin's Creed Origin right now is actually 43% off. Okay. So it's so you can have different discounts. Yes. So you get the discounts, and then... What else? Um, mm-hmm. $15 Razer Game Store discount voucher, $10 Razer Store discount voucher, and times two boosted Z Silver, whatever the frick Z Silver is. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, I think the Z Silver um, gets you money off of Razer hardware? Yeah, earn Z-Silver for any game purchase you make to get a bigger bang for your buck. Rack up your Z-Silver to redeem Razer rewards, including peripherals and free games. Oh, because it's the Z in Razer. Yeah. I get it. That's cute. No, it's not. (laughs) First frequently asked question, is Razer Game Store legit? Yes. Yes, yes it is. (laughs) No, it's just a scam. Well, good for them? I'm so confused why they're doing this. Like, what they're they're hoping to get from it. Uh, what else do we have, Andy? Uh, what else we got here? Oh, the Pokemon Go lawsuit from Community Day was settled. Yes. Niantic is paying out the ass. 1.5 million. That said... They probably got a lot more out of it just from, like, publicity. Oh, that's uh, kind of cool. Uh, so if you if you were doing this, you need to... It's a class action, so you have to, like, contact them and say, ah, oh, yeah, yes. I'm part of this. Uh, but any money that's left over will go to the Illinois Bar Foundation and Chicago Run, which is a nonprofit organization. Well, that's good. The, the There are two caveats, though. The document notes that um, those claiming part of the sentiment will need to have checked in to GoFest through the game, which, you know, sometimes people couldn't even access the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyone claiming more than $107 in expenses will need receipts. So hope you kept your plane ticket receipt. Yep. Yeah, Niantic is paying out $1.5 million, which, yeah, probably means that they <laughs> I got more than uh, $1.5 million. It's a lot of money. Um, there's a scam? Credit cards? Yes. Uh, probably does not have to deal with us, though. But, you know, everybody's talking about how secure these chips are on the cards, which we told you they're not. I mean, they, they aren't in that, like, there are ways of defeating them and faking them. Yes. The current one that's going around now is, is that um, so large corporations that, you know, send out you know, debit cards to people for purchases. Um, Not really? No. 
Well, according to them, there there are large corporations that will, you know, send out payment cards to people. Okay. For making corporate pur- purchases, I guess. Okay. These so people would it- intercept the cards as they're getting, you know, delivered. Um, remove the chip off the card using a hairdryer to melt the glue. Yeah. Th- then they would take an old chip that doesn't work and put it on the card. Okay. And then take the new chip and put it on another card. So the card gets sent to the people again with the wrong chip on it. They activate the card. They try and use it, and the chip doesn't work. That card is done. The new chip, though, which is on the other guy's card that is bad, is the bad guy's card. Card's been activated. He's got the right chip. He uses the chip. And Merrill Lynch pays his bills. Yes. Because it's that chip. Yep. Interesting. Because I guess the counterfeiters, you know, can't activate the cards because they don't have the right information, but... But once it's activated, they essentially have the card without needing the full card because they have the chip. because they have the chip. This is not something that most people have to worry about. No, but this is... I thought it was kind of neat. Okay, but it's not like this is a PSA of like, hey, check your chips and your credit cards. You are not the target of this. No, you are not a multi This this may even be dollar like corporation. Significantly larger like organized crime mafia level stuff. Yes. Cuz it's not like someone can just walk up to your mailbox and go through it and take all the shit out of it and not have suspicion. Yeah, that'd be very suspicious if I was just walking around the neighborhood opening up everybody's mailbox. And looking for credit cards. Yes. Like, there's, there's got to be some other information going on here. They need to know when and where these cards are going out. <laughs> Sorry, I was just thinking of the mail. Um, so I was in the, the, the car accident last month, and I got mm-hmm. my check from Progressive. They mailed it in a normal envelope, and you could actually read, pay to the order of my name, and then you could actually read how much the check was in the window in the, in the envelope. I was that, kind of upset at that. Yeah, that's not a good way to do it. No, no, that's not. Not good at all. Nope. Uh, we about ready for the randoms? Uh, yeah, we probably should. Believe it is your review. Yes, it is my review. I'm reviewing Transmission. It is an app. Okay. Uh, put out by the Science Museum in the UK. Okay. D- about cars? No, actually, about um, broadcasting and that sort of thing. So they talk about different um, ways of communicating, and the different ways of communicating uh, have different, um, basically different ways of dealing with the levels. So it's a, it's a like, connect the dots to do things. Yes. Yeah, so it's 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 one of those bridge type games. And they're actually pretty challenging. Well, I'm got, I'm I'm on one right now in cuz they have different areas that have different levels of broadcasting. Mhm. So before, you know, it was just one to one and then one to multiple like a telephone system and I'm in the computer levels which are, you know, networks and many. loops and everything. And I'm actually having trouble with it. <laughs> and that's only like I'm only probably a third of the way through the game. 
So it's, you know, one of those games that you can easily pick up and set back down again. What's what's the curve like? The difficulty curve? Like does it is it super easy for a while and then it gets hard? Or is it like a steady growth or what? Um well, I'm on 37 right now. So the the this level is kind of getting on the hard side, but it's kind of off by itself, so I don't know, you know, if I'm supposed to, you know, just try the other ones and come back to this one later. Or is that like a bonus one? That's what I'm thinking. It might be a bonus one because, yeah, it's off by itself. And so maybe, you know, I'm just trying it for the stars because, you know, there are stars there. So you have to finish some of the levels in certain ways in order to get all the stars. But, you know, it's a it's a free app. There are no ads. You know, this was put out by a science museum. And so it's it's a fun little... And there are 70 levels with 146 stars to collect, so each star is a way of finishing the level. You can finish them all over the same way. There are seven different levels, quote-unquote. So, you know, like I said, I've got computer. Next one's, like, cellular. One one's, like, over-the-air broadcast, that sort of stuff there. Ooh. It's available on both Google Play and iTunes. It's free on both the games there, so. Okay. And enjoying it? Yeah. Mostly? I got I got to figure out this level though. This one's been bugging me, and I've been you know just mulling it over for a while, and I'm still haven't figured out what I'm supposed to what I'm supposed to know about it. But yeah, Dave talked about Atomus, you know, which was Atomus, 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 Atomos, Atomos. It's just you know a fun little mobile game to just you know play a level, okay. put it down, walk away. You don't have to keep going with it. Three seven, huh? Is the one you're stuck at? Yes, three seven. Okay. Well, I only have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven levels to go to get there. I could get there in as few as one, two, three, four, five. Have you been playing while we've been doing this? I have not. Okay. But just, you know, saying that I now have four levels to go. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's a cute game. It's, it's neat. Yeah. Music's not bad either. You know, for the few times I actually turn up the sound or, you know, accidentally have my sound on. Mm-hmm. God, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I rarely ever have the sound on my phone. Because you... Well, I don't want to be or... that guy, you know, who's in the studio and all of a sudden have my cell phone go off. Ah, yeah, that would be bad. Yeah. Plus, I've got the watch. The watch will always tell me that, you know, hey, your phone's doing something. So, so yeah, um, but, uh, yeah, Transmission. I'll put a link to the thing on there because, like I said, it's it's kind of hard to find. <laughs> if you really want to just Google it, it'd be transmission. the Transmission Science Museum is what you really kind of want to look up. Yeah. All right. Well, it's it's a cute game. I'm enjoying it. Uh, random topic, sir. Yes. Random topic. Sorry, I was looking at the other games that they actually have on their page as well. So, yes, random topic rolled ahead of time, which... Uh, Hans, there are literally four left. So, you know. Get on that? Yeah. <laughs> Please? Yeah, I'm just checking my messenger, and yep, nope, nothing new. He's He's been a little busy. Yeah. Yep. So, um, random topic is, you hired a clown for your kid's birthday party. He ties everyone up to a chair and pours burners down the kitchen sink. Okay. Okay, so there are many questions about this. One, why the hell did I hire a clown for my kid's birthday party? Why is he 
tying everyone to chairs. Or and what is what is Han's fascination with like wasting Verners? That he also ties everyone up to a chair. So wait a second. Do I have like a chair that literally everybody at the party is tied to? Are we all tied to a single chair? Yes. <laughs> what chair is this that everybody is tied to? No, I, I don't think we're all tied to a single chair. Well, it says he ties everyone up to a chair. So that, that was my question. Is it just one chair or do we all have chairs? You know, I don't think we actually have if the amount of people who came here. I don't think we would have enough chairs Andy, for everybody. Andy, he's tying people to, to multiple chairs. You are not tied to a single chair. All right. Okay, so everybody is tied to chairs. Yep. And then he pours Verners down the kitchen sink. That's a lot of Ver- Yeah, why? what's with the wasting of Verners? I, well, I want to know what Hans's fascination with wasting Verners is. Because this is not the first one we've gotten about wasting Verners. I think there's actually another one on the list. Hold on, let me check the drive. I think out of like the four that are left, there is another one there that is also Verners related. Yeah, yep, yep, there's another one. So we will get to that one <laughs> at some point that also has Verners getting poured down the drain. For some reason. For some reason. And it's a very odd thing. Yeah, there's there's just a fascination with, with losing Verners. Yes. I just, I don't know. You know, what? You know, I would have to have enough Verners. I don't even think I actually have any Verners here right now. We had some when I was sick. But I don't think we actually have any in the house right now. We have some Mexican Coke and some Sprite. Mm-hmm. But no Verners. But yeah, no, I'm not going to be hiring a clown for Isaac's birthday. That's just, you know, not going to do it. Wouldn't be prudent. Yep, because, you know, clowns. I don't really hate clowns, I just don't really like them. Yep. You know, I'm not afraid of them, you know, I don't... I I never understood the idea of using a clown for a birthday party. Because I guess kids like them, I don't know. Did you like clowns as a kid? I did not. I didn't not like clowns, but, like, I just didn't like clowns. Yeah, I'm I'm the same, like, I don't know, I didn't hate them, I just... Yeah, whatever, clowns, you know. They're, they're just... But why is it pouring Verners? Why is specifically Verners? Like, why is that the key? I don't, I don't know. Alright, well, I mean, we get what we asked for, right? We asked Hans to <laughs> we, give us stuff, Yeah, we asked for random topics. He gave us things with Verners. I just finished a bottle of Verners. It was quite tasty. Yeah, I have a Mexican Coke here. Cool. All right, well, you have to go to work. Yep. Yay. Yay, work. I have to go to work, too. Mm-hmm. Yay. Woo! That's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast. Or send us an email at mail at rapodcast.net. Thank you for listening.